diamonds with my colon. If I just, I put myself under so much stress, sometimes I will be making diamonds with my colon, just straight K jewelers in the toilet. I'll be making engagement rings with my colon. What is up, everybody? How's it going? Oh. Uh, I don't know if you notice anything different about me if you're watching out there, uh, but yeah, um, I, I might have gotten a little bit bigger. Uh, thanks for noticing. Yeah, no, it's not just the hoodie underneath. Uh, I've been working out a little bit. I mean, just stop. I don't <laughs> stop with the compliments. I know um, it's just I've been working out maybe at home a little bit more. A little, maybe, maybe some kettlebell exercises. Nothing too crazy. Just getting yoked. And absolutely just killing it right now in that. I mean, I did one kettlebell workout from this guy. I found him. I, I was listening to a podcast. And I found this guy through it. Uh, shout out to Tom Segura and Burt Kreischer. It was their podcast. And I'll, I'll put the link to his workout uh, at the, it, um, in the description. It was amazing. I wanted to go outside. And I just wanted to lift my Corolla afterwards. Like... He worked out my whole body. You will not skip leg day with kettlebell exercises. I guarantee you. He worked out the whole body by the end of the exercise. Just arms, abs, legs, everything. It's all being worked out. Beautiful, beautiful, uh, just beautiful job. Progression. I, and it, it just, I feel great. Just amped up. I've been, I took a few days off because I'm just letting my body settle back down. Uh, but, oh. Actually, you know what? I kind of want to put a few more lifts in, you know? Ah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I know. It's only 20 pounds. That's, but you got to start somewhere. Dawson, really? You're serious right now? That Just a 20-pound 20 20, 20 kettlebell? Like, are you serious? Look at my arms. Okay? It is a hoodie underneath the flannel. I got toothpick arms. And... My legs are chopsticks. I got to start somewhere. Stop embarrassing me, man. You know, it's just all this stress from here recently. And you're just, just uh, Dawson, you can't uh, barely pay rent this month. Went to the gas tank and you only had to fill it up a quarter away. That's all you had. Uh, she, she hasn't texted you back. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to process that emotion yet get a gym membership be one of those gym bros i don't understand you know you get broken up with and then you get a gym membership that's the order that it's supposed to go in but i i haven't been able to process that emotion of getting broken up with and transfer that over into my workout life because i when i was uh, younger i was raised uh by women and and nothing nothing is bad about that i'm just more in tune with my emotions than the average guy i guess you know um uh, Whereas like the gym dudes, they're like, you know, <laughs> uh, they just, they get yoked instead, which is awesome. But I can never be a gym bro. I get a gym membership. Go. That's why I work out at home. I couldn't go to the gym. Just try to make friends there. Oh, hey man, how's it going? Are you, are you doing good? <laughs> she was everything I had. <sighs> like, dude, are you, are you good though? Like, I mean, um, my name's Dawson. <laughs> Her name was Crystal. I mean, dude, like, um, I, is there anything I could be praying for you for? <laughs> Just, nothing. 
Oh, I can heal. The only thing that I need is these weights. Oh, I don't need anybody. Uh, I'm like, okay, never mind. I'm not going to the gym anymore, so I work out at home. That's that's my progress, you know. And, and I grew up with, you know, I my dad was what you would what you would call a gym bro. That's what my dad was a gym bro. He could have been a gym bro. He wasn't he wasn't one, but he could have been. He just was one. He was a man's man. Like here's a picture of him. Uh I think I've showed this picture before or or this picture of him, but that dude is 6'2", like 230 pounds. He was a big man. And you'd be like, no, nah, there's no way, Dawson, that's your dad. You were adopted. Like, there's just no way. He, he, he was built like the rock guy off of Fantastic Four. His fingers were just like, I could wrap... Like my, uh, just walking with him into stores and stuff, all I'd have to do is just, as a kid, just take my hand and just wrap it around his finger. I, I couldn't grip his whole hand. I just had to wrap it around just one little, one finger. And because his finger was the whole width or just like the, as big as my wrist. And I will just like, just grab his one finger and just go into stores with him. He was ginormous. <laughs> and I know he would have been good for the gym. He would have been perfect for the gym. Just, he... And, and my and my dad, good thing he was a construction worker because he would put holes in the wall sometimes with his anger, man. You know, I, I process it through tears. He he puts holes in walls, so next thing you just hear like three loud bangs in the middle of the night, just uh, uh, next morning you just see him over there with the drywall, painting it, and I'm saying, another day, dad, you know, another day, you know, mom and you get another fight? Yes, big and yes, big and I'm just, you know, I'm just painting this thing up. <laughs> Oh, it's all good though. <laughs> Next night, bah, bah, bah. Next morning, hey, Dad, another argument. Got another. Yeah, it's big and it was another one. But <laughs> this drywall, you know, like at least I could paint it. You know, it's just, good thing he was a construction worker because whatever construction he did, he just <laughs> he just remade it and just rebuilt it back up. It's kind of funny. <laughs> he would like a he would rip a door off. Like he literally, my dad full blown. Actually, he didn't rip it off. My dad full blown. I just had this memory. So my mom, she was in the bathroom. And my dad was really really bad, and she had the door locked. And so my dad comes running into running into the room, and he he's just you know they're you know they're fighting or whatever. But the thing is though, is he's screaming at her through the door like, "Open this door now!" And uh, my mom's like, "No!" And then he just sparts the door and just. Ugh, just kicks that thing like in dude kicks it in and guess what he was doing the next day he was putting up a brand new door screwing it in he was like well you know what i guess you know i don't really agree with what i did with my actions you know dawson come here come here dawson come here come here look do as i say not as i do okay um i don't agree with my actions that i did yesterday but what i will tell you is um that uh i found out that we just needed a new door that's really what it was and i was just very irritated and so i decided to get rid, rid of that door L look how nice this door is and next thing you know I, we i think in my childhood we went through like six doors a week at least six doors a week banking on seven okay sometimes but yeah my dad would have been perfect for the gym membership just not me it's just not my cup of tea i work out at home so if you're into an at-home workout and you need an at-home workout a little bit of motivation uh, to get a little bit of activity in your life, do kettlebells. You only have to have one. I got three. Um, actually, 
I made a mistake and bought one of them. And it was a little bit too light of a weight. I should have probably checked that out more. I got two. One, because my legs can, you know, do more weight than my arms. So, you know, I got two different weights for that. But technically, I mean, really, realistically, all you really do need is one. And it's like $60. Take that back home. And I I'm going to put the link in the description. But this guy's got some good workouts. Good workouts. Uh yeah, but that stress, man, it's been it's been getting me. It really has. It's this stuff is not over. I just want it to be over already with like the whole car wreck situation. For uh, eh, you can go listen to that whole thing about it in the episode sixty. I hate talking about it. I really do. People ask me so many questions. My mom's asking me so many questions. People ask me so many questions. I'm just like, I don't know. I just wanted to disappear. It's really want you just you know things you just want to disappear. This whole thing. I want to disappear, but you know, people are getting things are getting sued. Insurances are kind of clashing together. Whole chaos is pursuing out. And my insurance is looking at me like that disappointed parent, just like, "What are you doing, Dawson? What are you doing, Dawson?" I'm just like, "What? What do you mean? It's a bad road. He, I mean, it was a ho horrible situation. Okay, you know, look at the police report. Don't leave me, leave me alone, man. I don't even want to go into all of it. I'm just confused as it is. I, I have to sit down. I mean." police report hasn't even came out yet and that's what we're all waiting on we're just sitting there tight like oh hey what are we doing <laughs> and in the meantime i gotta i'm getting a little i got a little stress going you know what do you do when you're stressed you know i do a lot of praying also my colon just tightens up that's what how my body naturally reacts every time stress level arises my colon immediately just goes eh and it's game over like i won't poop for a week at all it just it, immediately i know i have a week window where nothing's coming out just at all if i was on a strict cold diet that's what i realized if i was on a strict cold diet and i would stress myself out i my colon would be so like my colon gets so tight that i would literally be able to make diamonds diamonds with my colon if I just, I put myself under so much stress, sometimes I will be making diamonds with my colon. Just straight K jewelers in the toilet. I'll be making engagement rings with my colon. Just with some, like just how my body processes stress. It's just a factory. Just, just compressing. It's awful. And then these little, these little homies pop up. Uh, if you, if you've heard of them before to get, just uh, kind of, you know, raise your hand. Uh, say that you're part of the club, the hemorrhoid club. Those guys, they just pop out of nowhere. They they let you know that you're really having a hard time. Just like, hey man, <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> yeah, uh, heard about some things going on in your life, and uh, I heard you're kind of lonely. <laughs> and so uh, we're back to give you some comfort. And it, oh no, you're not. <laughs> Hurts to sit down. It's it's not a fun process. So I had to go put a put an end to that going to the target and trying to find some preparation H hemorrhoid cream you know the 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 um, suppositories if you don't know what that is it's basically just chapstick for the butthole that's what it is exactly what it is so I needed to find it I couldn't find it and the, of course in good old Dawson fashion the only person I could ask to help me find it is is, is a cute girl and so I go up to her I'm I could either do two things. I could just keep walking past, walk out the door, and forget about it. 
Or I can just be like, look, I need it. And guess what I did? I said, look, I need it. I had two beanies in my hand already because I was embarrassed to carry it. It's just awkward. You know, you go to the Seth checkout. I had it. I had, I had the suppositories in my in a beanie. One, this one actually, I had it in a beanie because I was I I went and bought beanie uh, two beanies because of the suppositories. This is really the only reason why. When you're buying something awkward from the store, you're just like, oh whatever. I'm just gonna slip them in here and then quickly like scan them all at the same time uh, at Target. Just beep 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 beep. Boom. Put them in the bag. I got out of there safely. That's all it really matters. I just I got out of there safely. I got them. Uh, and, uh, it, it's, it's working out. It's a lot smoother of a process than what it was. So that's all that really matters. And whew, it's holiday season over at Starbucks. You know, I, I told myself before I got here, I looked, I looked at my mentor and I was like, you know what? I want to be a, I want to be a barista. I think that would be nice because I would be able to have the flexibility to be able to go to work and also be able to do stand up at night. I had to say that. And, and God was like, oh, I got you. I can get you the barista job. And I did. I got it during holiday season. Red cup season at Starbucks is, is our D day. Red cup day at Starbucks is D day. It is. Just walking in there, it's instant chaos. People show up at 4.30 for these little red plastic cups. There's like, hey, you got them in yet? Oh, man, no, I've been collecting them for like 20 years. I was just wondering if they came. Oh, oh they did? All right, cool. Like, It's like they're, it's, it's like another Black Friday for coffee addicts. And, and all it is is just a little red cup, and I think you get free refills with it. Or like you get some discounts with some of the holiday coffee if you bring that red cup. It, it's nothing crazy. It's just a red cup. And people freak out. And just freak out over coffee in general. And also we get a lot of regulars because I'm in an older area. So a lot of, there's a lot of older people that will come in. And um, I, I had a lady come up to the register the other day. And uh, she looked at me. And she goes, I'll have the usual. Never seen her in my life. Okay. I've been there for three weeks at Starbucks. I had some lady come in. I've never seen her before. And she goes, I will have the usual. And I told her, I was like, what is that? What, what's your usual, ma'am? She's like, oh, you don't you don't know my order? I was like, look, I've been here for three weeks. I don't know what, what you're talking about, the usual. She's like, oh, okay. And she tells me her order. I should have just rang up something random. I'm like, oh, the usual? I got you. Just give her a frappuccino and just let her go on. She's like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, the usual. I, did I give you a good guess? I mean, did, did I guess right? Because... You apparently wanted me to read your mind at the register. And so that's what we went with. And then so she told me her order. Then afterwards she was like, hey, I told you my order now. Whenever I come back, you better know it. Is that a threat, ma'am? Did you just threaten me at the Starbucks? <laughs> I'm like, what? What is this here? Come on, lady. I, I better know it next time. You're out of your mind. I, I hope I know it. What is it? And now that I'm thinking about it, I, I really don't know what it is. <laughs> and I got to work soon. Uh, I hope I know it next time she walks in because I don't want her getting irritated at me. Rip my head off. These people are feisty with their coffee, man. And then uh, I see some weird things too. I uh, saw a person pull up in the drive-thru and there was a parrot. A 
big, huge, colorful parrot on their car door. And every time I would hand in their food, this bird would just snap at me. And I'm like, wow, this is very interesting. But <laughs> I love it. It's a great job. Um, it's fun. It really is. It's fun. But the holiday season over at Starbucks, it's it's insane. It really is. <laughs> but the usual. I have the usual now. I'm just trying to save up enough money to get a hot air balloon. That's what I want. I want a hot air balloon. I moved to Arizona. And it's hollow. It's uh, it's hot air balloon season right now too, not just holiday red cup season. It's also hot air balloon. I want a hot air balloon. That's what I. That's my next purchase. You know how iconic that would be to buy a hot air balloon. Oh, I just. I don't even know how. How much is a hot air balloon? Can you even buy one? Can you buy a hot? air balloon i just hope this podcast kicks off too uh enough to where i can uh you know have somebody search this stuff up for me <laughs> let me see what we got here when looking to buy a hot air balloon you'll be asked the question how much does an air uh, does the balloon cost you would expect new balloons to start around forty thousand dollars and used ones around ten you can buy a used hot air balloon for ten grand Oh, um, let's do this thing. I, I'm saving. I just got to save up 10 grand. All right. I know what it's, I know what's going in my prayer list. God gets crazy prayers with me sometimes. Just like, Hey God, also, I don't know if it's just in your will and your way, I would love a hot air balloon. <laughs> He's like, no Dawson, you don't need that, <laughs> but it would be iconic, man. The dating scenes, the dating scenes hard right now. It really is like social media and stuff is really just destroying. It's it's been destroying the dating scene. I see these videos of all the time with these girls that are just like, he's got to be six foot. And I don't know if it's just for show or not, but it's just like he's got to be six foot. He's got to have these certain eyes. He's got to have these certain features. And I'm like, what? Hey, look, it's gotten so bad. I've been like, there's now these things called inserts for guys where guys that are under six foot they put these inserts in their shoes and it makes them taller. <laughs> I am going to buy that for my five, eight friend. I'm going to buy him that for his birthday. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And if he wears, he's got to wear them. I, I'm gonna buy them for somebody's birthday. I know. I got some. I got some below six foot friends. I'm. Gonna, I know what the birthday and actually Christmas gifts. Christmas is coming up. I'm gonna get all my guys that are under six foot some. Uh, <laughs> some, just some inserts that make you taller in your shoes. That's so stupid. Really? Is that? Is that what society has gone to nowadays? That. <laughs> Just some five foot three guy has some inserts to make him like look like he's six foot. He takes off some shoes at the house and he ends up being way short. And she's like, are you kidding me? What is this? I've been bamboozled. <laughs> Shoe inserts are going to be the like the, the inserts are going to be like the makeup for us now. But what what if heaven was like that? You know, you get up to the pearly gates. You know, Jesus just like, hold on a second. Are you under six foot? Nah, you can't get in. No, 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 you can't get it. You're under six foot. I'm sorry. Like, 
it's uh it's not me it's my father you know he's has a strict not below six foot rule uh i'm i you know i'm sorry you know hold on what your jawline does it's not you don't have like a good enough jawline you know um i wonder if there's the perfect male out there i wonder if there's a chart uh, the perfect male chart i wonder if that's such a thing you know all right what makes the perfect man uh, dun, dun, dun. is there like a chart that girls go off of or what guys go off? i don't know if there's like a certain chart uh what's the perfect male body size wait <laughs> they have a perfect male body size all right so we got waist waist has got to be 33 uh 30 was a 30 inch 33 inch waist 30 to 33 inch waist um shoulders 53 inches same as neck chest chest is between a 42 and a 45 wow the golden ratio a one a 1 to 1.618. I don't even know what that means. This is Dawson Iglehart jacked up on Red Bull reporting live and interrupting your episode to inform you and ask you, are you subscribed? Are you informed of every time a new episode of the Last Iglehart podcast is dropped? If not, please pause this episode. Make sure to go like and subscribe uh, if you want to message me or if you want to have any questions or comments or concerns uh all my information social medias and everything are in the description and once again thank you for listening uh to the last cycle heart podcast now you may continue listening uh to the epi episode look i know i'm not the most perfect ratioed guy according to the internet there's no there's no way i can amount to this no I, I, my kettlebell exercises and all that's not gonna live up to it i i know I talked to my mom the other day, and I was like, Mom, look, just be honest with me. Okay, I, I, I know that you're very blunt. She is a very blunt person, so I knew she was going to be honest. And I told her, I was like, look, pretend I'm not your son. And my sister, your daughter, brought a guy home with the same qualifications as, as me. You know, uh, I have a dream of doing stand-up. But, you know, I'm doing stand-up comedy, pursuing my dream, but I'm not making any money off of it. I'm a barista at Starbucks. Um, I, I am exactly who I am right now, but I'm not your son, and my sister brings me home. What do you say? She's like, you know what? I'll, I'll be honest. I, I wouldn't have high hopes at first. I'd be questioning your sister's, you know, choosing in men. I'm like, oh, are you... I mean, you know what? I did ask for honesty, and, you know, I can't... I got to hold in those... I'm gonna hold in those tears a little bit. I was like, all right, you know, so I was like, so uh, a guy that goes and pursues, and she's like, yeah, I just, I don't know, like the income and stuff like that. I was like, oh man, that hurts. And she's like, but then like, if I look at the heart and look at your heart, then I was like, so what would make enough time for you to get to go know a guy's heart? Are you gonna immediately cut them off? She's like, I don't know. It's gonna take some time, but like to get, and that's so, that's what I've been thinking about. I'm like, you know, I gotta, I gotta come out with a bang, is what my mom's saying. According to what my mom's logic is, I gotta go in there and I gotta go just a wall and go out there with a bang. That's why I need a hot air balloon, because the the body and the the uh the the income, it's not happening. It's not looking good right now. It's not looking good for your boy. You know, you may be in the same situation. 
get a hot air balloon. I think a hot air balloon would be the perfect solution. Just, hey, I'm on my way. I'll be there in 10. You know, I I'm about to pick you up. You're going on a date with this girl. You know, I just drop in her backyard with a hot air balloon. Just I'm here. She comes out. Wow. What? I'm, I'm wearing a turtleneck. She gets, she gets her parents like, hey, come out. Uh, look who I'm taking on a date tonight. It's just me sitting there in the turtleneck with the hot air balloon. Like, what? What do you do for a living? And I'm like, I work at a chocolate factory. I own one. And then I have six paid LPs that just like hop out, dresses Oompa Loompas. They're just like, uh, moseying around, put a little step ladder, a little step stool up for, uh, for my date to hop on into the hot air balloon. And we like, go off into the sunset, like waving as we go up, just like, bye, we'll be back. We're on our way to Chick-fil-A. Great first date. We're, we pull up to Chick-fil-A, and it's always busy. You know, she'll make a comment, like, oh, man. She, like, looks down. She's like, wow. Like, how, man, what are we going to, like, it's so busy down there. It's going to take a long time. And I'm like, ah, don't worry. There's no such thing as traffic in a hot air balloon. Just pull on in. Hi, welcome to uh, Chick-fil-A. How may I help you? And do you just land on the guy that was about to order? Just crush the car? Just... Oh, uh, I would like a uh, crispy deluxe chicken sandwich um, and a large french fry and a lemonade. Oh, what would you like? Oh, you don't want anything? Oh, I know you'd be picking for my fries. You know what? Make that two large fries and make that make sure that chicken sandwich is extra crispy, please. You know? Um, uh, thank you. Oh, pull forward. All right. Man, that was a bit in the making right there. I, I gotta write that down. <laughs> or I gotta <laughs> I know you're writing that. It's recorded. I don't know. That's a bit in the making. I love I think I have a new bit. That's what's awesome about this podcast too. Anybody that is listening right now just witness that maybe that could be a future joke of mine. The hot air balloon joke. That would be awesome to own a hot air balloon. <laughs> Dude. And you know, you can't you gotta expect the unexpected when it comes to this podcast. I love it. Just like you just say stuff and then that just comes out of nowhere the hot air balloon picking up chicks in a hot air balloon that's going to be making the parents go crazy not even think about anything else it made my mom happy so there we go <laughs> but yeah i'll know all the lonely people come on in you know come on in i know like i was saying i was holding in my tears what my mom was saying but you know that was just the uh, uh there was a tip of the iceberg you know all my lonely people need to bring it in really close okay we, we are all in the same season right now. So listen up. We're having like a little break session. You know, we're like kind of like huddled in like a football team. So bring it on in. Um, What is one song that really gets you rolling with the tears? I, that's what I'm wondering. Like, I, I, that, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start this huddle out with a question. Like what, what song really brings out the tears? You know, like, you, you know, have you ever had that moment where you're like, you feel the tears coming? But you, you need something extra to get them out. You need like a little extra motivation or a little extra something to get that tear factory rolling. Uh, for me, it is the song It Is Well. Uh, it is a worship song. And that is hands down the best song to get the tears flowing. Okay, even if you're not a Christian in the house tonight, you're listening to this right now. Turn on It Is Well when you feel like there, there's tears brewing. I promise you. They, they will just get rolling. That that tear factory will start. The floodgates will open. You will, uncontrollable tears will happen to the song It Is Well. Okay? Uh, I, the, I, found, I recently found out about the background story from that. 
the guy wrote that when his like family died and it was is i was like wow that makes it even more sad and so but i like i don't even know what a sea billow is but i i cry to that every time it's like like every time i say sea like <laughs> i every time i like say the word sea billow i still don't know what it is but i still let the tears flow despite not knowing what a sea billow is we might as well look that up right now we will nip this in the bud right now what is a sea billow um you know let's just type that in what is a i'm looking you right in the eyes see billow you know after you know two years of taking computer uh typing courses you would think i would be able to look at you and type at the same time but ha 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 i don't still don't know how to barely type uh despite uh taking all those classes <laughs> i didn't really get it all i do what my dad does he he like just uses one finger and he does like this fee five four thumb and just types the <laughs> that's what i do kind of <laughs> just picked up what my dad did so a c below is a large wave it's a great wave it's just a wave that's what it is it's the, a rolling sea below it's just a it's a high wave it's just a wave <laughs> sick yo cedric what are you shredding the shredding the tides today haha man i'm trying to catch those ha sea billows you know i'm trying to grind on the sea billows today take the take it out for a spin uh catching the sea billows oh okay that's awesome hey yo cedric did you see the perfect weather for uh uh rolling in on the sea billows oh yeah they're really rolling today really rolling uh get you kind of emotional those sea billows i mean I, i've never cried looking at a wave before but i did today so it makes sense of why you put that in there good old sea billow so what i'm I, i'm gonna name a pet sea billow That'd be pretty cool. Come here, Sea Billow. Sea Billow. I don't know. There's gotta be something there. We gotta we gotta do something with the sea billows, but we're still huddled in, lonely people. So we we realized and we gotten things covered of what gets those tears flowing. Okay. But how do we get through the loneliness season? How do we get through this? It's just a season, I'm assuming. That's what I've been told. It's just a season. Alright, I don't think it would be like this forever, but despite us being in it right now, how are we going to handle it? Alright, no no one no one warned us about this. Alright, no one has anything? Alright, I got something. I got something to add a little extra. So if you're going through the season of loneliness, um, you know, much, much like your boy, you know, uh, just being in a new area, being in a new city, not having any friends or family... Uh, I mean, I'm starting to make some more friends, starting to make some friends and stuff, but like, you know, it, it's kind of hard to get there. So I'm in that little season of just where I just don't feel where I can really just pour my heart out to somebody yet. Um, I came across, where is, there we go. That's where it is. Flipping to it. I have this nice devotional. My man Trip, New Morning Mercies, read it every morning. It hit, it hits every morning it's amazing and especially this one on november 16th which happened to be my sister's birthday happy birthday sis very late uh don't worry i i was not a jerk and uh, i sent it sent her a 
birthday thing on uh, like a birthday message on her birthday okay it's not like this is the first time of me saying happy birthday but um this really like this whole devotional really hit hard um because loneliness is one of those things that's kind of like hard to uncover because as a christian we're supposed to go to christ with our loneliness uh, but sometimes, at least especially with my life, it's hard to decipher if I'm leaning too much on something to, you know, cure my loneliness or what, what do I lean on to, uh, in this time? And I, I don't really know. I had friends and comfort and stuff like that. So I guess I just never really expect experienced like true loneliness. You know, it's like, I haven't, you know, until I moved out here, I'd never been in like this true loneliness situation. Uh, and then I came across this depot that really helped, um. You know, it kind of listed, this guy listed out some points of why you may be lonely. Uh, so, raise your hand or, you know, kind of like give a subtle like, mm-hmm, or an amen or a word would work. Like, if you, you know, instead of saying amen, you can go, ah, word, you know, kind of, you know, anything that, you know, hits home to why you may be feeling in this loneliness season, please uh, uh, just do what you feel like you would need in this moment. Friends turn their backs on friends. Husband and wives divorced. Neighbors move away. Employee gets fired. Children reject their parents. Church is divided. Problems of life. Friends and relatives lose contact. Old age. Death of a loved one. If any of those hit home, like multiple of those bullet points hit home for me. Um, and it's like one of those things that what really what really impacted me about this whole situation or this whole thing was is this whole Devo that really got me thinking was it's like, what do you do? What do you naturally do when something in your life happens? Like that, like some like tragedy happens, like what do you naturally go do? You know? Um, and God's really teaching me in this season to really just go and lean on him immediately go into prayer and immediately go in the word, even when it's not easy to, uh, it's not always immediately easy. It's not our natural instinct as humans to go into the Word uh, and pray as soon uh, as trage tragedy hits. It's definitely not mine. Um, and so we just go and lean in, on, lean in on other things. But sometimes these things come to disappoint us. You know, especially relationships are the most easy ones to kind of point out, you know. Um, you know, people get into relationships because they think that's going to fulfill them and make them happy. Uh, they lean on relationships, you know, to, you know, fulfill them, uh, fulfill that loneliness and stuff. But eventually, you know, relationship, somewhere that relationship will disappoint. And there you'll be like, well, dang, this left me feeling empty handed. And this devotional really, um, really secured it for me uh, whenever uh they, uh, whenever he, uh, my man Tripp mentioned John sixteen thirty two, he said, "Behold, the hour is coming; indeed, it has come, when you will be scattered, each to his own home, and will leave me alone. Yet I am not alone, for the Father is with me." Wow. And I never really thought about that either. Like you know how lonely the disciples were, or how lonely you know the prophets were in the Bible, and. How lonely just there was like so many times in the Bible where there's people dealing with loneliness and they were leaning on the Lord and it helped them through that. And I can contest, I'm, I'm feeling great right now. And so hopefully, you know, for my people out there, we were in this little loneliness huddle. 
and I hope, you know, we got some motivation out of that and, uh, you know, we keep the, we keep the ball rolling and we can, we can be content of where we're at and we're just leaning on the Lord, uh, more than we ever have, especially here. Like I, whenever I moved, I realized I knew I was going to need, uh, lean on the Lord more than I ever have because, you know, Satan, uh, I need to be in the word double time because Satan's working overtime. Shout out for my mentor for that one. I'm going to get that tattooed somewhere. I don't know where, probably somewhere that's visible, you know, get that gospel conversation happening, you know? Um, but yeah, it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving's around the corner and, uh, Thanksgiving is, uh, it's a, it's a time where, you know, families come together, you know, the holiday season, you know, Christmas is coming up. People are flying back to see their families and stuff. And I'm going to be here for Christmas and Thanksgiving. Uh, my mom's going to fly down for like, you know, like the beginning of December. And we're going to do like a Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving, uh, cook some stuff and whatnot, but nothing too crazy. So I'm basically spending uh, the holidays here, um, which is fine. It's what it is. But, uh, I think this is also a perfect time for, you know, we can dive on in for what we're thankful for, you know, kind of get the, get the ball rolling on that. Like I'm, I'm thankful for, um, I'm trying to think, uh, I had some, I had some really big things I'm thankful for. I'm thankful for like the way that God's provided, uh, with me to be able to have a job here, you know, thankful for him providing a safe, like safety for me getting here. I'm thankful for the opportunities that he's had for comedy. Speaking of which, uh, he's been blessing that immensely, uh, crazy. Uh, I, uh, I have a comedy competition coming up next Wednesday or like this coming up Wednesday or whatever you're listening to this podcast. It's the 23rd of November. Uh, I, I have to bring 10 people and God doubled that. And I'm like now having 25 people being able to come out. And support it's it's pretty awesome like i i didn't imagine 25 people i didn't think i knew 25 people whenever i came here to phoenix but lo and behold y'all's like yo dude i got you man i got you so it, it's it's awesome to to be able to see that and see god work to where like i now have uh 25 people come in and watch me do this comedy competition um it's uh for a hundred dollar cash prize get five minutes up on stage and people go by applause so if you know if you're gonna be in Phoenix around the 23rd, this is your invite. Um, tickets. Uh, my ticket is literally in my Instagram or on my Instagram. Just click my story and boom, I'm, I'm gonna be posting it all the time between now and the 23rd. Uh, almost every day probably because I want more. I'm just gonna, my goal is to just have that whole thing packed out. <laughs> just just random people, you know, g- grab some people from the streets, get them in. Let's go. Um, I, uh, I'm so pumped up for that. I'm so, so, so pumped up. And that's just like the thing, like you got to look and think, you know, uh, look at your blessings and focus on those more than what's going on. And like, like you can have five great things going on. And then that one bad thing just overshadows all those five great things. Don't let, don't, don't do that. No, focus on the blessings that you have because there's blessings in your life and you will get through this. And I'm learning that right now. And God, God's providing, you know, you just lean on him, be faithful and, um, count those blessings, man. I'm, I'm going to be getting, also seeing Theo Vaughn in April. He's coming to Phoenix. I am pumped up about that. 
see my man Theo Vaughn. That's so awesome. Uh, I haven't. I actually have never got to see a uh, a comedian live uh, before, so that's gonna be a whole new experience. Um, uh, and and it's it's just on. It wasn't it wasn't that bad in pricing. I got. To, I think I'm getting to sit pretty close. I think it was like seventy bucks, and I'm getting to sit fairly fairly close. I get to see that mullet all up and close. Uh, so I'm ready for you, Theo Vaughn. Uh, April twenty seventh. Uh, is is when it is, but I don't understand celebrities, dude. Like Taylor Swift, her tickets, like she just went and is doing a tour or what and whatnot, and it's like she's doing this like ticket thing where like it makes it more expensive the more people that buy her tickets. So like if they started out at four hundred, they eventually go up to like eighteen hundred. And pro- why? If I ever had a big audience like that. That would literally fly from South Carolina to come watch me all the way, like performing in California or whatever I'm performing. If they if they wanted to go across the country, they take out their time to go do that. Like, why kill them with ticket prices? <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. Like, I, I, it's just like I'm happy that 25 people are gonna come see me. Taylor Swift is out there going, hey, you know what? Mm-hmm. You know, ring ring all these people out for like I know some people that were spending like three grand on some Taylor Swift tickets. To like T Swift, man, yo, you gotta calm down. Like, just imagine being that famous where you can just stand on the like just stand on the stage, and you can just have your music or whatever you do, whatever you're famous for, just playing right behind you, and all you gotta do is just stand there, and people will be cheering the whole entire time. The whole entire time, just you just gotta just stand there, just be like, all right, cool, hold on. I just made a million tonight, and I just, I didn't even have to say a word. I interrupt this episode to bring you information of uh, a new alpha that is sweeping the nation, sweeping the globe, as you will. Uh, he has written many awesome books. He's done uh, many uh, seminars. Um, his name is Dawson Eichelhart. Uh, he is host and CEO of the Last Eichelhart Podcast. He's promised to bring success uh, and motivation into your life uh, with uh, and even in your relationships. So go check out uh, Dawson Eichelhart, CEO of the Last Eichelhart Podcast. Make sure to subscribe and uh, hit that notification button. Uh, but back to your uh, scheduled episode that you're listening to. Other than celebrities jipping their fans, what else am I thankful for? What else am I thankful for? You know what? I'm, I'm thankful for humor. That's number one. Okay? That's honestly... The, you know, I, I'm born this way. I, I love humor. And I'm thankful for it. You know, I I would, you know, I would hope I would go up to heaven and God would just play a joke on me. You know, we would all hope for that day where we get up to heaven and God's like, good job, my good and faithful servant. I want to get there and God goes, who are you? And I'm like nervous. I'm sweating. Oh, man, my uh, my whole eternity's on the line. <laughs> and just right, but I'm just like, man, I am. Oh, <laughs> well, I'm probably gonna be casted to hell, and all of a sudden, God's going, I'm just kidding, dude. Get in here. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> dude, I can't wait. That's gonna be awesome, man. Um, I mean, I don't know. Some parts, I mean, I would like to see, you know, like whenever I would like to be here whenever Jesus comes back. It'd be very interesting. It'd be a very interesting layout of what ends up happening. I mean, I'm pumped for it. I think as Christians, we all should be pumped up and amped up for Jesus coming back. But yeah, man, I'm so thankful for humor. So thankful. It's helped me, you know, cope with many different things. Helped me look at life in 
in, in different ways. And, uh, you know, without it, I mean, I, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, that's just how I work. That's just how my mind works. What else am I thankful for? You know, I'm thankful for my mom. Shout out to Mia. We're going to name drop that. The good old MIA. She, um, her and I have had our differences. We've had our ups and downs throughout high school and uh, just stuff like that. And I just didn't really know where our relationship was going to go, but I've been, I've been praying and whoo, man, she, uh, our relationship is like just gotten really good. It's gotten really awesome. These past, especially these past two months of me being in Phoenix, um, I've just really gotten to see God just do some really great things in this relationship and. She motivated me the other day. She was like, hey, yo, Dawson, um, God's got you. Stay in there. And I was like, what'd you just say, Mia? Did you just, did you just drop some, some motivation, motivation on your son there for a second? Okay. And I don't know. It's just awesome seeing that she's not like just freaking out about everything. And um, she's, I don't know. It's, it's just awesome. I'm really appreciative of her. And her support, um, her her support means a lot. And uh, round of applause for my mom. It's I'm very thankful. And hold on a second, I'm I'm I think I'm starting to feel some sea billows rolling. Are they gonna Are they gonna roll out? Hold on, we're, we're gonna have to test this out. We got we got to we got to research this song real quick. It is well. It is well. All right, we're gonna. <laughs> I feel I feel the sea billows rolling, but we're gonna we're gonna test this out real quick. When All right. Like a river, I don't think we have to hit the chorus. Do I have glassy eyes? Because we're gonna stop there. Because I we're gonna we're gonna have to. <laughs> We're gonna pause. We're gonna pause on that. We're not gonna. We're not gonna keep on going anymore. I'm just. We'll let those sea billows roll after the podcast. Okay. I. I gotta stop. I gotta start. You know. Keep on thinking of things that I'm thankful for. You know what? I'm thankful for uh, this uh, encounter that I had uh, with a guy in uh, this young adults group. Um, uh, him and I got connected, and I'm starting to disciple him. Uh, we're doing a Bible study every Tuesday, and uh, he's you know, holding each other accountable. We're staying focused on the Lord and uh, something very, very positive. And he reminds me a lot of my dad, just hard as nails. And <laughs> I'm going to share this story that he told me. I don't think he's going to care, but uh, I don't actually, you know, what? he's not going to care at all. You know, what? I I think he's, it's just funny. And he didn't laugh at all when he was telling me the story, which made it even funnier, but it's a really funny story. So he grew up in a very uh, rough neighborhood. So he had to defend himself all the time. So beating people up was just the thing. And so there was this kid that would always want to beat him up, but he could easily overpower him. And so he would beat him up every day when he was coming back from <laughs> from school. And then what happened was he beat him up so much that he felt bad. And one day this kid came up to him after school, was going to beat him up <laughs> on his way back. And he felt so bad that he just let the kid choke him out. And then the kid never came back to beat him up ever again. And I was like, I want dedication like that kid does. He never quit. He got beat up every day by a kid that he wanted to beat up. And finally, he got to choke him out. I want to know what that, what that kid felt like. 
I want to know what he felt like after that moment after he choked out my man Jacob. I want to know if he was just like, I worked so hard. I wonder if he was doing kettlebell exercises. That's what I was really wondering. Was he doing kettlebell? Or, you know, <laughs> what was going on in this guy's head that, um, <laughs> that, that, you know, just kept him motivated to eventually get to the point where he got to choke out. <laughs> But I'm thankful for him because uh, it's cool to uh, have that accountability back. Um, and then, I don't know, man. I just wanted to kind of conclude this thing off and kick this thing off at the at the end end with uh, just some motivation. You know, there's people going stuff going through stuff right now. Uh, you may be lonely. Uh, you may have some, like, really big, you know, family problems. Uh, uh, someone died in your family. Something like that. I don't know. And I just want to leave you off with some motivation. Uh, I don't have a specific verse other than that, uh, John uh, 16, verse 32, um, and just to leave you off with that, you know, um, you're not alone. God loves you. Uh, he's with you 24-7, and um, I haven't really truly understood that until being out here absolutely by myself, uh, no friends, no family, having a full fresh restart. And it's just been really cool to see how God's been working in my life um, to, you know, provide, you know, certain things and keep me motivated. Uh, you know, he gives me stuff all the time. And it's just such a blessing to be able to be in the position that I'm in. And yes, there is some rough stuff, but I just want to keep y'all motivated, you know, keep in and let y'all know that like no other thing is going to like make you happy other than Christ. It really, really is what it boils down to. And, um, and yeah like man jesus is the man he is the man uh so count those blessings i don't know just write them down write down your blessings put them in the comments send them to me i'm i'm 100 down for all those blessings but uh to conclude this thing out um next wednesday i'm going to be performing at uh stand up live uh for my competition the the turkey um turkey competition thing for a hundred dollar cash prize uh i don't dude i don't know man i'm probably gonna tear up as soon as i get off that stage if 25 dude if all 25 people show up and there's 25 people they're supporting and coming out to watch me dude i might let some sea billows roll up there on that stage man some sea billows roll because dude theo vaughn sold out Three stadiums, like the, he th sold out the, the stadium three times in a row. He sold it out so many times that he had to make more dates in that city of Phoenix. <laughs> I don't know how many people it holds, but that's just crazy. And I don't know, dude, I would have a complete just meltdown if I ever got the opportunity to perform in front of a crowd of people in a theater. Um, that's just like... That'd be such a, such a blessing. That'd be such a dream come true, you know? And who knows? You know, I don't know what the future holds. I'm praying for it. You know, maybe, you know, that would be in God's plans. If not, who knows what we got going on. But um, that that's a big, that's a big thing that's coming up next week. I got to stay mentally focused for that. Um, but um, other than that, uh, what? I mean... I had something else. There, there I had I had something else. Um Yeah, just you know, big things coming up in stand up if you're ever in Phoenix, come on out. Uh I would love to I would love the support. 
Um, and you know, just, uh, it, I answer emails, email me, <laughs> email me. It's going to be in the, the link is going to be in the description. Uh, tell me what y'all want to hear on the podcast. If y'all ever want to hear something specific, let me know how I'm doing. If you love the podcast or if you don't like the podcast, um, let me know. I, I really appreciate the feedback and, you know, and, um, you know, I, I know there's people out there that like, you know, they've never really know what it's truly like to build a relationship with Christ, but I can guarantee you this much, man. Um, it's, it's a ride. It, it's not going to be easy, but I promise you this much that you, it, God's going to show you a lot. And, um, so if you've never given your life to Christ, I thoroughly motivate it and, you know, do like a hundred percent stamp of approval, go and do it. Um, and it's going to change your life. It's going to really, really change your life. And man, just really praying and following what God wants you to do in your life. It's, it's, it's truly, it's, it's truly big. And I, and that's the thing too, is like, please, I'm a total advocate of following your passions. God gave you the desires of your heart. You go pray about it and lean on that and go, go do what's on your heart because I, um, because you, you may not be called to something specifically, you know, that like people are always like, oh man, I'm going to pray about it and, and, and see what God's calling me to do. And, and that's what I was in that same position, but I've had these desire in my heart for a long time and, you know, just leverage, leverage it for Jesus, man, leverage it for Jesus. Um, but once again, thank you all for listening to, uh, episode 61 of the last cycle heart podcast. I'll be seeing y'all uh, hopefully less than three weeks, hopefully, uh, less than that. I, uh, don't want it to be three weeks, but, um, you know, who knows what else, uh, life is going to throw at me. Uh, but I, I need to keep these podcasts, uh, in, in tuned and I would like to do one every week. So see y'all next weekend. Uh, I plan to do one next weekend. That's the goal. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, I'm going to leave y'all, uh, with, um, uh, the ending is just going to be it as well. And I'm just going to play that whole thing all the way out. If you need to let anything out, this is the perfect time for you to do it. So um, I'll see y'all next weekend. When peace lies.